I mean, I was kind of feeling the same way, bro. I like I kept checking Anchor, you know, around the time you don't you normally would post, and there's no podcast. There's no podcast. I'm like, oh shit, is this guy okay? You know. Now, so now, you, you just like my other tens of listeners, uh, when you noticed that the podcast was on hiatus, uh, the fact that you no longer had a uh, 23-year-old kid from the suburbs just drinking and yelling at walls to listen to every 11 days, that, that definitely, that made you feel slightly suicidal, did it not? I mean, yeah, dude, it impacted my life, like, completely, bro, like, who else am I supposed to listen to, bro? I'm just noticing, is your middle name McCarty? No, that's my last name. Okay, so I what your Zoom name comes up as, it comes up as Markel McCarty Emery. And I just like, I thought I was going to have to talk to your mom for a second. If that was your middle name, I like it as a last name. But does, does McCarty not just sound like the absolute whitest name for like a kid ever? Like, do, you know how they name, they'll name a kid Braylon or Kaylin or something like that. I swear to God, I live I live right next to the Biltmore District. You could walk down there on any given day, and some beautiful, just just beautiful thirty five year old lady with blonde hair and gorgeous skin, uh, and is a total cunt rag, will be strolling her child through the fashion district, and there is a ninety five percent chance that that child's name is McCarty. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely, uh, definitely don't name your kid something like that as a last name, like it very, very much. Um, let's see, let's see. What else do we have uh, in the news here? Um, I don't know. Should we talk about it? Should we just talk about the, the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing and get it out of the way? I mean, what's your opinions on that? It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter because, um, I just, because it doesn't matter. So that's why it's so frustrating when there's quite literally, and this is not an original thought, I'm not the, the first person to say this, but it is amazing that we live in a culture where uh, two, I'll say it has been celebrities, they're, they're fucking, they're corny at this point, their movies are not that fucking good. I, Chris Rock is great as a, a comedian, as an actor, it makes me want to stick a gun in my mouth. But we just, we watched these two children i mean i won't even call uh, chris rock a child in this situation watch will smith go up and do it and the entire world fucking forgets about uh the, one of the biggest wars of the past decade that is currently happening right now that has the very small <laughs> but real potential to launch nuclear weapons we all literally we all went from if you're not supporting it's pronounced kiev by the way people who have never even don't even know where the ukraine is it's pronounced kiev <laughs> all right and it's not kiev all right um they just stopped caring because uh an insane person walked up and smacked a probably equally as insane person i i don't know i just i just don't fucking care these people are children and it makes me sick that we live in a in a country where literally nobody can get over it. I don't even want to talk about it right now, just based on the fact that it's so, it, how much it doesn't matter. It's so and, irrelevant. Oh my God. It's so fucking stupid. And it's a waste worst, of space. Yes. It's a waste of breath. Like, I don't even want to keep talking about it. The thing is, is it really is a good point. Like we just, why do we care? These people, but they the never go world away. watches it though. Like everybody's eyes have seen that, you know? Yeah, everybody's true. talking about it 
It's crazy. I, I don't know. I just, um, it, it's, it's pretty unbelievable that you can get to that point where Will Smith, I mean, he's just been so successful and been so famous and, and you know, you get all into all this stuff where Jada Pinkett Smith, she is just a goddamn, if he's insane, she's fucking Scientology as a person. And they are Scientologists. She, I, I don't know if you've seen her, her show. It's called Red Table Talk. She basically went on there and told the whole world that uh, she was fucking other dudes besides Will Smith. And then she made Will oh. Smith get, get on her podcast, right? Which is, I mean, one of the biggest ones in the entire world. Like, they're hugely famous people. And she made him apologize for cheating no. on her in the 90s. All right, if you're if you're Simp dating move. Will Smith in the '90s, That's I don't care, simp, dude. I don't care if you're uh, Reese Witherspoon. You're getting cheated on. Your boyfriend's cock is going in another puss because he's Will Smith in the '90s. Like, that's besides the fact. If you want to have him come on there and apologize and like make it a thing, that's 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 one thing, right? I still don't agree with it. She blamed him for them being in an open relationship she's like you you hurt me so bad when you did that 30 you years into a slut yeah i mean that's that's fucking unbelievable that, i mean that's crazy to me you know what i mean and uh yeah. just the fact that i don't give a fuck about these people and i've just spent three and a half minutes talking about it blows my mind dude i don't know yeah and like i feel like the whole fact of like the situation just takes the takes away from the fact that will smith won a, an award you know no one's talking about that now well, well we'll move off of it in a second here but i mean i he did a, he did does a great job no one's saying he's not an excellent actor i'm pretty over him at this point but he has some amazing movies that i love um they, yeah a lot of people said that the the, the academy probably shouldn't have just given it to him and he should have been asked to leave like what? Well, what do you want? For, what do you want from these people? They don't. They don't understand how to act. The fucking kid dresses up as trans Batman uh, at every event they go to. You're not having a normal life. You can't expect <laughs> them not to cry on stage over bullshit. I don't know, dude. I I feel like I've been talking this entire podcast. I do want to move on from that though. What What is something you want to talk about? Let you have the floor here for a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Handing off the mic. I see. Well, yeah, I mean, this is what I do on every episode we're on together is I'll just straight up go for five and a half minutes and you'll be like, yeah, dude, that is fucking crazy. And <laughs> I feel like a jerk off. So, I mean, if you've got something to bring to the floor, go ahead. Um, I wish I could do a bullshit. impression right now. I didn't, I, didn't really, I didn't really come prepared for this one. So, you know, what okay. you got? Oh, okay. I, I got stuff, dude. I got stuff. All right. I, um, so I've been coming up with, with funny little jokes about the, the number of jobs I've had. This is number 18. Uh, dude, we are going to have to, if I accidentally say the name of the place, we have to cut it out this time. Like I've <laughs> been doing that too goddamn much. Um, so this is the 18th job I've had in my life. I, I, I call myself the Michael Vick of Indeed. Cause I, I just, dude, I just be sliding right past these folks doing them dirty, doing illegal shit. And I stay getting that money. All right. I, it doesn't, well, I want to state one thing for everybody because the podcast has been off for a little bit. I just, just everybody needs to hear this. And it's, you know, one of the very limited 
number of ideas I have, but these people who don't pay you any money don't have the resources to go blackmail, like blackball you from the rest of the industry. Don't feel like <laughs> your job, if you're being paid $16 an hour to like barely afford your rent, don't let them hold you by the balls. Don't avoid posting shit on social media. Don't let your job become your entire life because they can't, they're not going to tell anybody. Like we grew up uh, with, with teachers and our parents and everybody saying, if you post some shit, and it, and it gets out there, you're never going to have a job again in your life. And it's like, I, I, I guess if you want to be a hospital director, um, <laughs> like if you're not making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, then I just, I don't know. Um, nobody gives a fuck until you get on, on, on bigger levels of pay and shit like that. Uh, my point is I've been at so many of these jobs and I just leave them and then nothing happens. No, nobody, there's no repercussions. Life, life goes on type shit. Life goes on for them and you. And this is the 18th job, um, that I've had in my 24 years of life. I'm currently working at a massage studio. Um, I take the phone calls and I give happy endings. <laughs> well, Markel, dude, you don't have to laugh like that. It's not, it's not that hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's basically, uh, it's basically all I'm doing there is, is sitting and answering the phone is real boring, but it's real easy, but I'm terrible at it. Uh, I've been in all these jobs before where I just got a half half cocked, answer the phone and hope it works out. And if something gets <laughs> fucked up, they're like, well, I mean, the guy, you know, at least he shows up. We can't really get rid of him because nobody else wants to work at the Fairfield Inn, uh, Manaka, Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? But when it comes to a job where a lot of people uh, want it and you're easily replaceable, it does start to get like, fuck, can't keep, can't keep fucking this up every day. Um, one of the funniest things that, that has happened so far, uh, today, when I got my little talking to, before we started recording, I was telling you, I've gotten, uh, scolded like a puppy dog, uh, every, every single day that I've worked here because I just, <laughs> I don't know, dude, I think I might have like special needs or something. I can't complete the simplest tasks to perfection. And it's, it's, uh, it's probably going to get me fired from a job that I'm enjoying. What's so funny about that is while I was getting my scolding today, my boss goes, yeah, and uh, I, I like you. You know, I, I want this to work out. I want you to be able to work here. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So-and-so was telling me the other day that you had mentioned that you don't think that I think you're funny. And I, hey, man, I have... I haven't wanted to uh, kill myself in the moment like that in front of another person in a very long time. Like that was, <laughs> I mean, oh my God, I felt sick to my stomach. I've, I've just been, I've just been <laughs> flirting with this girl that works there. And I thought she was flirting with me the entire time. She was just doing recon. She's like, how yeah, much I've retarded shit, how much retarded shit can I, can I get uh, from this, from this, horny little 24 year old and bring it back to the boss and be like i don't know if you should hire this alcoholic retard you know what i mean like right. i oh man it's it's just been bad and um in that moment all i could like i'm just trying to take away the awkwardness from the moment so i just spat out i was like ah, i didn't even you know i was just being dumb just making jokes i 
sorry about that. This is this is awkward. He's like, yeah, um, you know, focus on the work. And I just, <laughs> I mean, the ill, the sickness that entered into my blood. Like it was like my body, my body had a natural reaction where I just said, I was like, oh, I need to somehow remove myself from the situation right now. So I just went into like. Uh, you know, have you ever been in a fight and you're just eating punches? Like you, you've pretty much accepted that um, that you're about you're gonna lose this fight. So I just I just started eating punches and uh, just started doing the okay, yep, yep. I no, I understand. Yep. Oh, you you, okay. you pull that move where like someone hits you like really hard and then like you just act like like they didn't hit you. Like you just look at them like that didn't hurt. And it, like no, no, the hurt, opposite. Like, the opposite. I'm like, I'm oh. going down. I'm going down. Like I'm giving up right now. I'm going down. Get, get your licks in. I'm not going to try and argue this one here. Like, fuck, you know, that was, it was just really horrible. I, I don't know. Have you, have you ever been in, in a situation like that where ah, you just, you get caught with your pants down almost. It feels like it's like, I was just making a dumb joke to some girl. I thought that was hot from work. I was like, <laughs> Man, I'm fucking bombing with these clients out there today. I can't even get the boss to laugh. He's like, I, I think you're funny. And then the next thing I know, he's like, so uh, I heard you're talking shit. And I'm like, no, it's <laughs> I bro, was erect a, at the time. This and dude I, is nuts. Bro. He, he's he's not. He's like a fucking, he's that. a nice guy. He's like a nice guy. Yeah, I'm just. He's also, he's also super smart. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's Guitar. smart. Like. I, I can tell he gets this look in his eyes when he knows I'm lying or he can hear it in my voice. And I'm just like, ah. he's like sinisterly smart. Like, Well, he's, I mean, you know, I don't want to divulge too much uh, of his life on my podcast. Basically uh, the guy I work for um, started, started it all himself. And, you know, if just to be able to start a business from the ground up, you have to be extremely smart in my opinion. So I don't know, man. It's it's the most money I've ever made, which is fucking pretty embarrassing. Uh, I've already, you know, disclosed what I make on the podcast before, and I'm sitting at a, a whopping forty one k. So I don't know. You better. <laughs> you know, I, I had a, I have a question to ask you though, because you said like you know you feel like you might have some type of disorder that's making it hard for you to do simple tasks. I've noticed yeah, it's, 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 it's called um it's called autism. You've been having a challenging time ever since you recently got the COVID vaccine. Do you Dude, think that's playing a part? Yes. And I keep staring at guys' butts. You know what I mean? I ha I've been sick. I can't think. And I'm just constantly having to stop myself from walking up to other men and groping their penises and, and ball sacks. I, I, I've heard a lot about this uh fox news was saying it my grandma warned me about it she's like don't get the vaccine you're gonna start jerking dudes off and he's camelback and i said no come on i love pussy i'm a straight guy huh and then the next thing i know dude i'm coming home coming right down my block uh and this you know sometimes as a straight guy you see a guy and you're like oh he's pretty attractive this, this is a good looking dude it's a handsome man this disgusting, just, just crackhead snot coming out of his nose. He was hard, but you could tell it was only from drugs. And I just walked up to him and fully mouth kissed him, man. I, I'm starting to think the vaccine might be making people gay. Markel, your thoughts? 
Do we guys? Do we lose more count? You know, uh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. See, what's so funny about this is, is like you being a black guy that grew up, you know, so, sort of in the hood, like on and off a little bit. We we would kind of say with you living in Lakeville for a little bit, but when when I when I make aggressively gay jokes, you you shut down, dude. <laughs> and it's why I do it. One time you and Kier had to have a talking to with me, uh, a, a talking to with me because uh, we were at some dude's house, some, some drug addict in like East St. Paul uh, doing God knows what there. And I was just making gay jokes the entire time. And you guys pretty much like you were my parents uh, were silent for half the car ride back. <laughs> and then Kier goes, bro, you can't be playing that shit, bro. And I'm just like, guys, I will. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna suck his dick for Xanax in front of you. I just like. I just like being funny. What What do you think about that? I guess I just. I don't see humor in gay jokes. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe because I just can't relate to it. You know, being a straight yeah. male. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I. Yeah. That's. Yeah. When 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 a guy goes, dude, I can't even like think like that because I'm so straight. It's like, I respect that, dude. <laughs> um, I just I don't I don't see any humor in look look I just because you don't think it's funny to walk up to a homeless man and grab his dick and balls that that that's your right as an American well I'll do it every time and uh, it's also it's also my right uh, as a vaccinated as a vaccinated individual to accept the fact that I know more than ever. Uh, because I was given something by the government and I just fully believed that over the course of, uh, you know, 160 days of development, that it was going to be dope for me and that there was going to be no problems and that I should just do it because Kamala Harris said so. So once you sort of understand <laughs> that, you'll just kind of understand that everything we're about to discuss, tonight, I just kind of write, if that makes sense. Yeah, and you've basically been struggling with basic functions ever since. Dude, I, I can't, I, I don't <laughs> believe, obviously, like, I'm making a joke right now. Like, the vaccine, I, I hadn't got it because I didn't believe I needed it. My job required it. That's why I got it. At the end of the day, I don't believe it's going gonna, it's gonna to fuck me up or anything. But I have literally, I have been <laughs> sick since I got it. I, 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 but then, you know, we haven't, we haven't done the podcast. We got to update people. He doesn't believe it will fuck him up, but he's been sick ever since he got it. That's all the cum in my throat from uh, the sucking the guys off from the vaccine. I had to clear that out. Sorry. I just I just had to restate what you just said. Um, okay, so I do have to I have to explain it though because we haven't we haven't talked about what's happened over the, the past course few weeks. I pretty much um, got AIDS, cancer. COVID, mononucleosis, um, and then it also felt like I had been shot in the stomach from a burrito. I can't, I, I, I just don't understand. Um, in <laughs> the year 2014, Jacob Trefald made me a Wendy's ghost pepper chili chicken sandwich, and it wrecked my body. Um, it's what I imagine it felt like to have typhoid fever uh, during the Holocaust. And that was the, my only experience with food poisoning. And the whole thing was just diarrhea and my asshole was burning. 
and I just felt sick to my stomach, couldn't get off the toilet for an hour, that type of thing. That's what I thought food poisoning was. So, I mean, I try to take it seriously. If I think something's spoiled, I, obviously I won't go um, and try to eat it or whatever the fuck, but lies. I swear, dude, I'm, I'm actually very good about that. Like I, I try to go out of my way to, to not, I guess, only, only if you have to. No, I would, I would say I'm still pretty good about that, dude. Um, I haven't, I, mean, I haven't. We'll done... just excuse the moldy chicken you ate the other night. We'll get into that in a little bit. I, I don't, I don't know where this luxury chicken you're, you're getting with absolutely. Uh, <laughs> no your mold. quote, not mine. Markel, Markel said, if your chicken doesn't have clean, perfect white skin, then it should just be killed and removed from society. And I said, Markel, that's, that's ridiculous. What about chicken that's a little bit darker what you know what about chicken that might have certain marks or blemishes and markel said we should be rounding all of those chickens up putting them in camps and having them dealt with and i mean i you know i i i get it i guess i don't know um but i was talking about my my food poisoning aids cancer mononucleosis uh shot in the stomach feeling and based on my former all from the vaccine all all from from the vax but based on my former food poisoning experience, I, I didn't know that that could happen. And it, start, it started off where I thought I was tripping out from taking too much Adderall. I took like, I took like a little bit extra that day just because I was going to have uh, my second day at work and I wanted to be good to go the next day. A uh, drug addict. And I, I'm sitting in the bathroom and I start tripping out. Like I start getting delirious and uh i went to fart and like just a little bit of shit came out and i was like whoa whoa what the fuck oh my god i've never had this happen from uppers before i, I hope like my body isn't like season up or something right so i go i get in the shower i get the shit off of me and i go to sit on the toilet um and i'm just i'm just sitting there for a little bit and i start dude it, i just start spiraling like going down do you remember the movie hercules uh yeah, I do. Like the cartoon one, right? So in, yeah. in the cartoon version of Hercules, there's the underworld where what the fuck is his name? Hades lives or something like that. And the evil guy with the blue fire hair. And once you get sent to the underworld, you stop, you start at the top of that spinning thing with all the dead bodies. You know what I'm talking about? And you just slowly, as you go down and as you drain down it, your life just gets lower and lower and lower until you become a fucking demon person. And that's what it, like, I felt like I was spinning in a circle towards hell. It was, it was insane. Fuck. And I started getting dizzy and I I shit a little bit more, but it was like, it's it's that feeling where you, where you feel like you have to shit, but you can't, you can't get anything out, but it's not like constipation. It's more like I have an illness in me right now and I can't get it out of my body. You know what I mean? Um, and I've never done this in my entire life. I reverted back to a six-year-old and I called my dad, called my dad on the phone. This is three o'clock in the morning. And I call him, call him up. I'm like, dad, dad, I don't know what to do. He's thinking, of course, that's, you know, that's should not be the first thing you say to your dad on a phone call at three in the morning. He's thinking (laughs) that I'm in jail in Mexico city. Like he thinks a, a, a Tijuanan <laughs> gang member has a rifle to my face. And he's like, what, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, dad, 
Dad, I don't know what's happening. I fucking, I've never felt like this before. I think I have food poisoning. And, you know, my, I, this is how I know I'm not ready to be a dad yet. If, like, that was how somebody opened and I realized it was about food poisoning, I'd probably hang up the phone. I probably, that, that is full. I, okay. I'm going to say it and it's going to make you laugh. And before I say it, um, I love this guy. That's a full Joe Holtman move, bro. <laughs> dude i think i'm fucking about to die what's going on what's happening i ate a bad burrito dude oh i hope you die goodbye (laughs) no no that's just that's a whole story uh remind me i don't think i told that story on the podcast maybe i have no you haven't we'll have to talk about that later but i want to finish this story so uh, it gets it gets way crazier from there. I don't think my mom believes it was food poisoning just because I've never done this. Like, do you remember when you were a kid and you got really, really sick and it'd be two in the morning and you're like, you walk into your parents' room, you're like, mom, I think I'm going to throw up. Mom. <laughs> like I did that. And then I proceeded to, my mom goes, my dad put her uh, him and my mom on speaker and my mom goes, are you sitting in your bathroom right now? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to throw up. She's like, if you have to throw up, just throw up on the floor, like get out of the bathroom. You're going to smack your head on a hard, hard surface. Dude, she probably saved my fucking life. I crawled, I crawled my shitty ass out of the bathroom and just collapsed on this blanket on my floor and started rolling around with the phone to my ear going, like a fucking baby dude you know what i mean um and i just i i couldn't function really um yo can you still hear me yeah it still sounds okay yeah i just got a weird notification on zoom never mind um anyway sorry that's totally fucking derailed the whole thing but i was laying i was laying on the ground uh, uh, fucking like uh like a baby and eventually I, I came to, and I was like, dude, my parents have to, like, they're adults with jobs. They have to work in the morning. And I finally came to, I was like, I got to get off the phone here. Got off the phone with my dad, walked into the shower, crawled back into the shower with a pillow, sat there for the next uh, two hours, letting the, letting the rain fall on me, just puking my face off, dude. Um, the next morning, it's still happening. And it was going to be my second day at the massage studio. going to be my second day there. Um, I called one of the people I work with, one of the owners, and I was like, I can't come in. Uh, literally having to sit in my tub because I can't control my bodily functions right now. And she said, oh, that's fine. Do you need us to get you anything? And I was like, no, no, I'm okay. Stay in the shower for another couple hours because it was just that bad. I get out of the shower. Go check my phone. I have a text from my boss that says, hey, I don't think this is going to work out. We only hire people, excuse me, we only hire people that are going to show up. And I was like, fuck, called him three, dude, called him three times. Nobody answered, called his wife three times. She texts me back. She goes, I'm in a meeting, can't talk. I was like, hmm. Um, called my mom again, because I'm, I'm not a grown up. That's the point. I call mommy when bad things happen. 
I don't call them for money anymore. Uh, I call them when I am too much of a little man child to handle adult real life situations. And I called her and she's, and she's like, ah, oh, really? They fired you? Cause I mean, obviously who the fuck gets food poisoning on the second day? That's impossible. And I just went fuck and punched my wall as hard as I could. Uh, my little twink arms couldn't make it to the drywall. I almost wish I would have just fucking gone through it as a self-confidence booster. But I had to calm myself down, get in the Uber with diarrhea and throw up uh, and, and get down to get down to the massage studio. It's fucking 90 degrees outside. And the Uber I get into smells like farts. Uh, so, I mean, as I pulled up there, like, my face, I truly looked like Matthew McConaughey in Dallas Buyers Club. Like the, the scene where he's crying, like I, I just looked horrible. And um, he let me sit there and squirm and beg for a little bit, which I deserved. Eventually he's like, I'm going to give you one more chance, but can't, can't have any more excuses. Can't ever be late again. Can't miss again. <laughs> Two weeks later, show up at two o'clock when I was scheduled for one. Just like uh, if you're if you're listening to this, I'll just give you the advantage. If you just happen to be a, a person that owns a business, just don't hire me, man. Go back through the episodes and uh, and understand why I probably shouldn't work at your establishment. Yeah, I think they'd be doing you a favor because I don't think you want to work a job for the rest of your life anyway. Uh, no, I don't. Um, so yeah, I, I basically during the interview, one of the things he mentioned was like, and I think, dude, I think he did this as like a, like a psychological thing in the middle of the interview. He goes, you know, one thing that I really like about you is that you can look me in the eye the entire time while you're talking to me. I think that's, that's very important. And I was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then as soon as we got to the end of the interview and he started asking me about what I want for my future, I dead ass couldn't look him in the eye. I just blatantly lied to this man. And I, I was like, yeah, I, uh, so um, just looking in the other direction. So uh, uh, probably I want to be uh, like a front desk manager because I just, you know, uh, I've done it for a while and I feel like I can teach people super well. And, um, and I don't like have a mental illness where I want to be a comedian or a podcaster because that's, that's dumb. Uh, I'm like a normal person who wants a normal job. Yep. And I couldn't look him in the eye while doing that. And I'm pretty sure he could just tell. You know? Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Little, little psychological, little manipulation, you know? I really little like tactic. the job. I, I, I have a, a major crush on this. Uh, I, I guess you could call her a MILF. She didn't have any kids, though, that works there. And the, the greatest thing that apart about that is like, I, this is a comedy podcast. So, I mean, it, this could be a complete joke that I'm making up right now. This, this is, this is uh, probably a person that, that doesn't even exist um, that I'm referring to right now because it's, it's a hypothetical comedy situation. Oh my God, she's so hot. And I, I, uh, I thought that I was getting good vibes and thought she was flirting with me, but she has probably just been uh, mainlining everything I've ever said um, to my boss. So that's good. What's the worst thing you've told her so far? Well, she's caught me smoking weed outside a couple of times, which is like, oh, okay, okay. I mean, who fucking cares? You know? Um, I mean, oh, you'd dude. never show up high. 
I would <laughs> never show up high. I'm handling people's credit card information and, um, and, uh, wow. Yeah. That's about the only important thing that I do. Um, uh, can I ask you something? Do you have a medical card? Did you ever, ever end up getting one or no, dude, they scammed me. I fucking, it wasn't a scam. It was a legitimate business, uh, that they, you have to go through to get your card. But once I read that you can't own a firearm and have, and have a card, I was like, Oh, I, Oh, I thought I was living in a free state. Right. It's like, shit, you can have a brew though. So fuck it. Oh, wait, wait. So, uh, it's, it's okay that I have a legal, uh, bottle of amphetamines. That's, that's <laughs> fine. And I could still have the gun. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Let me, wait, hold on. I was, I had things mixed up here. So the 17 year old that's addicted to opioids that are being given to him by a medical professional, he can have the AR 15. But we don't want him. If he has marijuana, doesn't know them. That's okay. Now I got it down. Now I'm all good. I'm fine. Okay, got it. What a country of fucking dumbasses. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even taken a sip of this white claw. Uh, riff for a second while I, while I get right here. Daddy needs his juice. You're probably sweating, bro. You're like, I need that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I hate, I hate how much uh, I've already used up that joke where SpongeBob and Patrick are just, they're sitting in Sandy's tree dome and they're, I need it. I don't, I don't need it. I definitely don't need it. And then three <laughs> seconds later, I need it. Dude, that, that was, was me in fucking yeah. high school with the fucking nicotine, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude. And there's just that beat. <laughs> And that, that close-up they do, SpongeBob gets uh, a lot of credit for that. The artist, Steven Hilberg, he gets so much credit for that just because um, when they would do those up close of the face and shit, those were hand-drawn like by him. Those were not animated or done by a computer. They're straight up, uh, they, they would draw them out and then they come right up closer on it and be like, that is exactly what I feel when I can't have nicotine, your face is right. just dried out. Your eyes he literally are so painted wide. the picture. He yeah. painted the picture, literally. Oh, it's crazy. Man. It's so fucking funny. That's, yeah, that's pretty much me at work where I'm like, dude, are you going to stink up this lobby right now at a job you care about? I don't need it. And then the next thing you know, you're outside. Oh, we talked about that before we started recording. I, uh, it's just so funny. I know we already talked about it, but it'll still be fun for the show. I'm sitting outside smoking and the place I work at is a second floor of a office. I guess you could call it complex. It's almost like an apartment complex, but instead of apartments, yeah. they are, they're office buildings. Yeah. So I'm sitting out there near somebody else's office and it's like eight o'clock at night. These are physical therapy and dentist's office. I didn't think there was going to be anybody in there. I have my back completely turned to that place of business. And I'm just, it was one of those uh, hits where they say you should never cough until you fully have all of the smoke out of your lungs. Because when you cough, that opens up your bronchioles. It's a natural reaction from your body to try and get more oxygen. And when your bronchioles open up, whatever you have in your lungs is going to go straight into your bloodstream faster than even just smoking it regularly. So it was one of those where mm. I have the, you know, I have the cough right now. I accidentally cough with my shit still in my, in my chest. 
Wait, and wait, you sure it was an accident his... or were you just trying to get more high? Yes, As dude. High I, I I used to believe in that, but then I've I've done so much research now where people are just like, no, that's a very uh, 15-year-old thing to think. I'm not sure why you would think that. No, it, it, <laughs> like I mean, like it sounded like you wanted more and I don't know what you called it, broccolis or whatever. Like you're trying to get your smoke and your bloodstream faster. Oh, that's the name of the fucking episode, Markel. You just named <laughs> a Mortal Kombat character that's going to come out in their 2026 new release. Like, what did you just call it? Baraka Rolls? What did you just fucking call it? Oh, it's a Baraka-less. <laughs> Baraka-less. Bro, it's it's fucking bronchial tubes. That's so funny. Oh, dude, you said it so fast, bro. You butchered the hell out of it. I, that's so funny. I'm texting it to myself right now so I can remember that. Make that the episode name. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so I got I got to finish the story though. That's bro, my new nickname, though. Baraki. <laughs> oh my fuck that's funny uh barakio fight and he just he just tears batman in half like barakio uh is a mangled a mangled russian that survived chernobyl and then some dc villain shot him up with a shit ton of shit ton of superpower drugs and now he's barakio it's an adrenochrome <laughs> yeah yes dude yes yes he got adrenochrome from i don't know fucking scarecrow in gotham city and the next thing you know he's in mortal Kombat 2026 dude yeah, and he's like 25 he's he's 25 percent boar so don't fuck with him fuck so he yeah dude, from... he's a he's a boar person and most of his eyes i'm picturing him most of his eyes or most of his face is his eyes like venom but it's all green and fucked up and oh. he, he looks like a he looks like a rotting bronchial tube mixed with a pig man. But he doesn't get along with pigs. Yeah, dude, he hates <laughs> pigs. Why does he hate dude? He hates pigs. Because they're because they're different, they're different from him, bro. You know? Dude. They yes. don't know what he has to go through. It's like how Hitler was was part Jewish, and he's like, Yeah, fuck that. I'm not part, I'm not part, I'm not part swine. Okay, that now is trying to make. I was trying to make Barakiel in the, in the in the in the joke there. I wasn't calling Jewish people swine. Barakiel, this man we this man pig we've just created. He is he is part pig and he hates pigs. So he was not talking about Jews. Right. He was talking about actual pigs. I just don't. I don't want to get Barakiel canceled the, the second he comes out. Um, <laughs> anyway, to finish the story, like I was just. Uh, I have a cough as well right now. So it's just this wet cough of me hunched over. This broccolis cough. This broccolis. It looked like broccolis had just stabbed me in the chest with his own hand. And um, and on top of that, you've seen what my one hitter looks like. It's a silver piece of metal. And I'm using hemp wick to light it. Looking like, like a full on crackhead. Okay, I look like I just found my way into an area where I can get away with doing some drugs for a while. That's what it straight up looked like. And <clears throat> and uh, this poor 35 year old nurse just comes around the corner, weed smoke everywhere. I basically turned the cough into her face and all I could manage to get out was, <coughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Broccoli, she... no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh God, dude, dude. And it's, it's like Venom where Broculus is me most of the time. And then when he doesn't have access to the Adrenochrome, he turns into Broculus. And so that woman was walking down an empty corridor as the sun is setting, seeing a man turn into a half swine, half mortal combat person before her very eyes. Ma'am, oh please, God. you need to get out of here. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Hey, if I don't get fired for scheduling somebody on the wrong month, I think it's probably going to be because I'm doing drugs in front of the other businesses. Well, making uh, jokes about it online. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then putting it all in my oh. podcast, which 37 people have ever heard. Um, right, bro. Oh, oh dude, so so fucking funny. Um, you yeah. might get sued for that, bro. Uh, you know, I could, make I pro- money maybe. Who knows? Off maybe. their uh, off work stories. <laughs> One thing I want to talk about while we're still um, while we're still on the subject of the new place I work at. So they have this amazing program, dude, where they work with. I shouldn't even say the name of the college. They work with a community college out here. Uh, their massage students, like people that are going to become professional rub downers, I guess. And they aren't allowed to be paid. Like that's a rule at the school. It's a rule amongst most massage therapy places. Like if somebody's interning and they're doing it for school, there can't be any money involved, no tips, nothing. And so they're, they're letting people that work there get free massages. And dude, Worth it. Worth it as fuck. I get why people pay $120. If you have that sort of money or if you want to get a gift for somebody, if you're trying to, let's put it this way. If you just started dating a girl and you're like, I don't know if she's that into me, get her a fucking massage, dude. Get her a fucking massage and then bang her brains out when she gets home. You're not, you're not going to hear from her for, for 12 hours. She's just going to be sleeping in, uh, in another realm. I'm telling you, it makes people so much nicer. And it's one of the it's one of the reasons that I want to stay at this place, right? Is because all of my resume has been built up to where I can do front desk jobs. And the difference between seeing somebody come down to make a complaint that their heater stopped working in December, or they have, dude, a regular complaint at, at the place I used to fucking work at, I'll say the name, built more on the lake. This They have 420 units and they they hire three people so i don't know never live there ever if you're coming to phoenix one of the common things that would would happen was people would come into the office freaking out because human feces raw sewage would be shooting up through their bathtub drain okay this is a place where you're paying a thousand dollars a month for (coughs) for a studio apartment And the difference between somebody coming down and yelling at you about that versus walking out in a daze because they've just had some hot chick rub their muscles for an hour and a half. I mean, it, it really is a world of difference. I don't deal with complaints. I don't deal with people freaking the fuck out, you know, and, uh, it's, it's made me feel better. Um, what I was going to say is just, uh, I'm glad that I didn't get a therapist that I was attracted to because I didn't know that they basically touch your taint. I didn't know that. Um, And if it would have been 
the hypothetical comedy situation where we were talking about a hot girl working there, if it would have been that hypothetical comedy situation girl, I, I, I would have had a boner. I, 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 it would have been blood flowing to my penis. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to admit that because, I mean, somebody I work with, like, you shouldn't be, <laughs> probably shouldn't be saying that. Hypothetically, this is a comedy show. Gay? This person might not exist. <laughs> what are you fucking gay? Like, the, um, no, but it, it's, <laughs> uh, no, I just, uh, I just, I just would feel more comfortable with a man because it would feel less sexual, you fag. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go work out and, and, and just uh, lick, lick some clothes pussy after this to, to prove to myself that I'm straight. What I'm going to go do is walk into a quick trip, lifting dumbbells. And then I'm just going to, I'm going to walk up to a girl and, and lick her pussy through her jeans. Um, yeah, I, uh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh yeah. I would have, I would have gotten, I was, oh yeah. I was uh, sexually harassing a coworker. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I just <laughs> good thing this isn't China, man. Fuck. <laughs> so so they they I don't know if they do this regularly because this was just a student that asked me to do it, but she asked me to flip over. And I was like, Yeah, uh -oh. I, I mean, I don't have a hard penis, so I could do that, flip over. But like you can't if you've been in a daze <laughs> where, where a girl is rubbing you down and like you're not even able to really be conscious. You're not going to be able to get rid of that in 15 seconds. Like there's no, yeah, could you just give me one moment to stretch? Yeah. Yeah. Like your, your <laughs> balls are going to fill with cum because another, like a hot, attractive person of the other sex is, is rubbing your body down with oil. You know what I mean? Like, so I think, I think I'm, I, I might have to come off as gay the next time. Like if they're like, yeah, this is Ashley. Uh, she's at the ASU program um she does bartending and uh she doesn't really know her dad too well i don't know why i told you that just because you're about to get a massage but you know uh basically she would she would fuck you if this wasn't a uh, professional setting we're just gonna have her rub you down with some oil and then we'll, we'll go ahead and flip you over like i well i don't want to go to fucking jail uh so i guess not i guess we're gonna have brian give me this massage <laughs> like Fuck, man it's i don't understand how people uh people just just don't but then again these girls every day uh talk about somebody will just do some weird shit this other dude just got naked and laid on top of the fucking thing with his cock out like didn't even go under the sheets and i heard the girl she walked in she goes oh um could you get under the sheets please the girl was like oh yeah yeah like are you fucking stupid what do you think this is grease like, you can't just sit down in a room with your cock and balls out. This is the United States of America. That's illegal. You can't, you can't do that. I don't know. Let's, let's stop talking about my job before this gets reported. Um, uh, I want to talk about uh, something I'm really excited about, which is the project that you and I are going to make together. Um, I, I told my cousins about it today, and they, they called me gay. Which is fine. They haven't seen, you know, when you have a vision, sometimes people can't see the final project, final product, but uh, I'm excited about it because it's something different. It's something that I haven't done before. And then actually doing the project itself is going to be, is going to be very fun. So I'll try to explain it the best way I can. I have been both um, autistically and I guess you could call it 
annoyingly obsessed with the psychological term liminal space. A lot of people that I've told about it have been like, oh, he's, he's gone off the deep end now. Um, he has truly gone into a schizophrenic break. He's gone. We're not getting him back. Like we, we tried to warn him that all of the I-25 analog bootleg acid that he got from some guy named Trevor in Burnsville uh, is going to catch up with you and this is it. But what liminal space actually is, is it's this phenomenon that I have been experiencing since I was uh, like a little kid, like very, very young. And I never knew it was a thing. Like I, I would always try and sort of, you know, if you get high and you bring up trippy stuff, I would try to communicate it with other people and they'd be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And so <clears throat> when I found, when I found the whole rabbit hole on, on YouTube about liminal space, and I'll just explain what it is basically. So it is a setting that you are very familiar with in a completely unnatural environment. So if you imagine the best example I think I've come up with, and this is the one I usually use when explaining it, is a school. You're used to being in a school. You've seen thousands of shows uh, on TV where people, it takes place in a school. You've gone there for fucking after school programs like football, lacrosse, whatever it is. You have hours and hours and hours of what that shit looks like in your brain. And in and the buildings always occupied, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so in your experiences. Right. 99.99. To clarify. Of, yeah, that's, that's just what I was going to say, though, is, is that in okay. that setting, when you're used to uh, tons of people being around talking nonstop, there's hundreds of people, natural light coming in, and you're there during the daytime. When you remove all of those things and you have a school at night, it's completely silent. There's nobody in there. All you have is fluorescent light and it's pitch black outside. It does not feel like you're at a fucking school. It feels like you're in a video game, right? It literally feels like you said um, to me the other night that you're outside of like the window of fucking Nazi zombies, bro. Yes, dude, I was drunk. I forgot I said that. That is a really good example. It, it literally feels like that, though. It's like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on here? Like, exactly. You know? And so that feeling that it creates in your mind that's unexplainable, basically, as it's been broken down to me is that your body goes oh this is not how this is supposed to look there's got to be a reason that this looks this way right now i should not be here i should leave this place and so i've become so obsessed with that i have been my whole life and now that i understand what it is uh we're working on a project where we are going to make a documentary explaining it in the best way we can explaining how different liminal 